0: Kat Mooney
1: of Pound Support Services. Thank you for being here today.
0: Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I well, appreciate the offer. Yes,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad you're here today to tell me to tell me your story because I am very intrigued um, since I met you a few Networking events ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, we connected that way, and we happened to see each other at the dollar store. It was kind of interesting, isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. and you never know who you're going to bump into in the dollar exactly. store. Exactly right. Yeah. Networking can happen anywhere. So, right. uh, so yeah, I want you to begin your story. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself,
0: and then we'll go into to pounce. So okay, yeah, well, great. Um, well, prior to to chatting with you, um, I had shared a little bit about that I was bullied. Now, yeah. when we talk about bullied, oftentimes we think about, you know, kids in elementary school, possibly mm. secondary, and, you know, there's bullying in the workplace. And, um, sadly it's happened to me, um, uh, mm. more than once mm-hmm. and myself
1: uh, too, that's happened you yeah. as well
0: too. And, yeah. you know, you know, how do we stop the bully? Yeah. You know, I'm not an expert in, in this in any way, yeah. but what I can tell you is that you stand up to the bully, you mm-hmm. stand up for yourself. Yeah. And, you know, this experience happened in the workplace, you know, let's say around 15 years ago. And then there's some that happened, you know, a little bit before that, a little bit after that. But at the end of the day, um, for me, I learned something from it. I learned that, yes, I learned to take my power back. Good for
1: you. Stand
0: up to the bully, whether that means, you know actually confronting the person, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to do because when you're in the workplace, yeah. you know, you, you are working for your salary and your salary needs yeah. to pay for the rent and yeah. for the mortgage mm-hmm. and the food and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we don't speak up because yeah. for fear of losing our jobs. Oh my God.
1: Yes. Uh, I've been there, yeah.
0: Well, I've, you know, in my career, in the fundraising career and Mm -hmm. communications career, which spans just getting closer to 30 years. Wow! (laughs) I know, I know. That's amazing. Um, you know, I've had to leave jobs because, mm-hmm. well, you know, the organization that I was working for yeah. didn't understand how we go about helping people in the fundraising communications business, what? especially fundraising. Wow. So, and, and if it's not understood and you try to, you know, you try to bring people along and t- telling them and sharing with them what it's about, right? sometimes they don't get it. And when they don't get it, it makes it harder. So when that grant comes in for... You know, $10,000, dollars woo, woo, woo you are a yeah. great fundraiser. Yeah. But when, you know, another grant doesn't come in, boo, you're a bad fundraiser. Wow. And, you know, although I haven't been told directly you're a bad fundraiser, mm-hmm. I've been, you know, undermined it. Yeah. Um, you know, harassed, mm. you know, both by men and women. Yeah. And it's been very, you know, and that's what I identify bullying as. Bullying is when you have somebody who is in a, in a position of power. Yeah. And they have the power to... Or perceived control your livelihood yep and uh, for me I just didn't want to go through that anymore because yeah. one thing is when you're bullied for me it made me sick yep. Uh physically sick I had to take some time off of work a few Emotally, times in my career mentally yeah yep. I understand I remember one time when I lived in Montreal I was working in an organization where the the CEO at the time was bullying picking she would pick on everybody not mm-hmm. just me Yeah. but i remember working there 3 months and i couldn't i went in every day and i spoke to the receptionist mm-hmm. and one day i just couldn't remember her name so i knew there was something not oh, quite. oh wow not <gasps> quite that's late. how much it
1: affected you oh,
0: yes my definitely goodness. yeah yeah so that was actually that was the first time that i was bullied And that's the number we're going back like twenty five years.
1: And at that time, did you like figure when that happened, you like you didn't know what was going on, right? Because it just that was your first time bullying. It's like what's happening to me, right?
0: I knew that something was wrong because it didn't feel right. Right. Yeah. My gut feeling was saying, This is wrong, you gotta get away from this. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened is I went on a sick leave Mm -hmm. and I took some time to heal and then I went and got another job. Right. And that sometimes, sadly, what people who are in the workplace have to do is, if they're being bullied, mm-hmm. sometimes the best thing to do is to leave. Because sometimes, yep. when we speak up about stuff, yeah, even when we speak to, you know, the, the you know, the um, board of directors or we HR, speak, HR, yep. nothing gets done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The only thing the, for me, the only thing that I thought I could change is mm-hmm. the way I act. So, yeah. what my decisions were to get out of what what you have control over what yeah. i have control over and yeah. it's it's something that sadly it's mm-hmm. still tolerated in yeah. many many work environments including the not for profit sector the corporate yeah. f- in all environments yep. and you know we hear the expression you know there are some people that are not really great fundraisers mm-hmm. doctors lawyers mm-hmm. engineers secretarial help mm-hmm. it's the sa- it's the same thing some people yeah. just don't feel good in their from my perception yeah. And not that I'm an expert. Yeah. People some people just don't feel comfortable in their own skin. hmm They are very insecure individuals. Yeah. And they just make your life a working hell. Oh yeah. And it's it's un it's in my opinion, it's unacceptable. Yeah. So one of the good things is I'm I'm now well over that experience. And oh, great. you know, I wanted to share with you a little bit about, you know, what we're doing today. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. So (laughs) our company is called Pounce Support Services. Mm -hmm. We specialize in fundraising and communications. Okay. Public relations work as well. Mm -hmm. And what is uh, great about this is this is my company. I started in February 2020. I'm not sure where to look here. Yeah, yeah. So I should just look at you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I started the company in February 2020 Mm -hmm. and then COVID hits. Yeah. So I had a couple of potential clients that wanted to do business with us, mm-hmm. but because of COVID, yep. sadly we were ghosted. And right. that's okay. They will, if they need to come back at any other time, yeah. we'll, we'll welcome, welcome them, them with open arms. Aww. So the long and the short, um, I'm very grateful to somebody. Her name is Ingrid Schiffer. Mm-hmm. She is the alpha. CEO of oh. Shift and the City. And today, this is where you're doing, we're doing the podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Ingrid, for the space. Thank you, Ingrid. Yeah. But Ingrid is not only give, sharing the space. Ingrid was the person who actually encouraged me. She said, Kat, you can do this for yourself. You are so good at what you do. And, you know, I listened to her. Yeah. Then I decided to take that big leap of faith. Yeah. And so Ingrid was very, very, very helpful. Ingrid and I knew each other from the Realtors Community Foundation from 2017, oh I, hired, I hired her to do oh. some work for the foundation. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, now we became really good friends mm-hmm. and I am now her client. Oh. So as you can see, our website, Yeah. I don't know if you could see it here, but if you mm-hmm. go to our website, which is yeah. called, which is Okay. at the bottom of the website, you'll see Managed um, you know, created and managed by Shift in the City. Oh, so nice. this is a custom uh, uh, web website that Ingrid mm-hmm. did. Um, I probably am one of her pickiest clients, but. <laughs> She still loves me. And um, yeah, what are we doing? We're working with, pe- we're working with organizations across Canada. Mm-hmm. We have, um, we provide a complimentary monthly e-newsletter. Oh, okay. And I'm very proud in saying that we have two and a half years, which is, we're getting closer to how many? 20, 24, 30, 30 or so issues thus far. Wow. And we talk, we, we, have, a, we have a team. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of my team and I'm going to get everybody's name. John, Ron, Charles, Imad, Mirand, Pavneet, Sarah, and Brianna, and myself. So we're a nine person team. Sounds very, very big, Mm -hmm. but when we have clients, our clients have um, different needs. So, Mm -hmm. as an example, somebody wants to do some work on charitable giving through grants okay we have mirand who is uh, an expert at grant writing for the government oh. when somebody needs research done yeah. for you know who are we going to apply to yeah which foundations we have pavneet who does the research and uh, piece for all of the foundations okay when we have some of the newsletters some of the stories we write yeah. about our clients we yeah. write about we write about human issues yeah things that everyone can relate to hmm um, we have uh, Brianna and Sarah. We have when we're working on a capital campaign, mm-hmm. we have John and Charles mm-hmm. and myself. Okay. And then we have Ron who is uh, an expert in legacy giving. Okay. And, you know, he talks a lot about yeah. you know the financial incentives that donors, you know, may need, may want to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, Emad, he does everything in fund development. Um, and he he's really loves the artificial intelligence. Oh, my gosh.
1: I know. AI, I don't know. I know. But, yeah, I know I, and I don't know.
0: <laughs> there is so much to know and there's so much right. catching up to do. Yeah. And myself, I, I, I specialize in, like I said, fundraising, communications. I've mm-hmm. been in the trenches. I understand wow. what it's like to be there. I've been blessed to, to, you know, go to work every day and love what I do. And, you know, when I said that I was bullied, Mm -hmm. it wasn't the organization. I worked with some fantastic organizations. It's people, people Mm -hmm. either make it or break it. And that's, that's the difference. Yeah. But, you know, I've worked for lots of organizations such as the, um, the YMCA in Mm -hmm. Montreal, the boys and girls club in Montreal, Came to Edmonton almost 20 years ago. I can't believe the time has gone so fast. Incredible. When I came here, Mm -hmm. I didn't know any of the organization. I didn't know any of the key players. I was with an organization called Ketchup Canada, Inc., Mm -hmm. or today it's called KCI, Mm -hmm. and it's a fundraising firm, and they didn't have any contracts, so... Oh, I was on the bench, so to speak, waiting for a contract. But in yeah. the meantime, I kept hearing Stollery, Stollery, Stollery. And yeah. I said, who's Stollery? Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to know more about them. So what happened was I went and I actually applied for a job working for the Stollery Children's Hospital Foundation. Oh, yeah. And when I was there um, in 2004, 2005, there was two fundraisers and uh, my supervisor, Mary Lou Hamilton, mm-hmm. And we were doing, we were doing the fundraising today, uh, the CEO is Mike house. Uh, yeah, he's a CEO doing a wonderful job. He has Mm -hmm. a wonderful group of fundraisers. There's Mm -hmm. multiple fundraisers there, which is fantastic. Wow. But anyhow, times change, things change. And I decided, you know, you know, that I would take Ingrid's recommendation and start my own company. And there's lots of things that I've been learning. We've Mm -hmm. celebrated three years. Yeah. Um, and we're still in business, which is really great yeah. considering mm. all the all the things that have happened during COVID. To COVID yeah. mm-hmm. But it's so nice to be able to come out and to meet like today with you mm-hmm. and you know, to meet people in person. Yeah. So COVID is not you know, COVID's not there anymore. Right. Which is a great thing.
1: Right. So, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So do you find you know, I don't want to really go back to bullying, but I but the question was still stuck in my mind, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's come to the forefront i've noticed you know especially with mental health and and, and supports um I know you talked about corporations still lagging in that support Absolutely. right with bullying I think so i you know and i've i've been out of the corporate world for for a bit now just a few years. Um, I feel like it's still there, but are, do you find that since it happened to you 20 plus years ago or so mm-hmm. that there have been slight improvements or do you think there's, there still needs to be conversations had?
0: I think, I definitely think there's conversations need to be had. Yeah. I definitely, I, I think there's more and more people that are coming out in the open and talking about yes. it discussing it. yeah. You know, is are things getting better? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I have a colleague. Her name is Ruth Ann Weeks, mm-hmm. and she specializes in this area. Oh, and her company is called, oh gosh, Harmony. Anyhow, yeah. if you want to Google? Yeah. Ruth Ann Weeks. Okay, she's an expert in the field. Oh, and that's good to hear that there's. Oh yeah, there's lots. There's lots of people that are mm-hmm. that are talking about yeah. it, and you know what the really sad thing is, a lot of people are being affected by it. Yeah. And this is not, in my mm-hmm. belief, in what you know, mm-hmm. what I think. I think the way forward for people to be human to each other, yep. love is the way forward.
1: Absolutely, and kindness, kindness and compassion, compassion. But you know, for me, I think it it starts from the top, right? Um, I think they need to make those decisions. The top needs to listen to its people working under them. That's what I find mm-hmm. is once we, once we, they listen to what we have to say, and that this stuff is happening. I think that's the only way changes are going to be made. You know, I was just teaching a class this morning about uh, listening in the business setting, uh, and we were looking at, uh, you know, Amazon and Walmart, these big corporations, right. and how their listening practices have maybe changed the way the company operates, mm-hmm. listening to their employees as well as listening to their customers, right? Because mm-hmm. the two and two go together. You can't be have a successful business unless your employees are happy and your customers are happy, right? Well,
0: the, you know the statistics show that happy employees are more productive. Exactly. So yeah. you want your employees yeah. to be productive. Yeah,
1: and, and you know we talk about LinkedIn. I see so many posts on that, mm-hmm. uh, and those posts resonate with me, especially when they talk about you know management and keeping their keeping their employees within the organization, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's, it's a conversation that needs to be continuously had and hopefully there'll be changes made.
0: (laughs) Hopefully. And you know what? The other thing too is when, you know, the, the company or the not-for-profit organization, Mm -hmm. they spend time and money, um, you know, providing the orientation to the perfect person, doing the recruitment. Right. Yeah. Uh, You know, you don't want to have your organization become a revolving door. Exactly. But if you have, you know, if you have good people who are Mm -hmm. in it, you have people that are honest, you have a boss who has your back. Yeah you know, um, that's really, for me, that's really important. I'm sure Absolutely. Important for
1: others. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I can tell you a million situations that I've been in, um, where that happened, um, you know, with the bullying, um, and, and maybe those people now would probably think, no, that didn't really happen to you. Right. Um, I also like to think that, you know, because I'm a person of color that came into play, right. Um, they won't say it but my experience and my feelings that's what i that's what i was feeling
0: and so well, you know what nobody can argue with anybody's feelings yeah. if you're feeling something whether right or wrong yeah. it's not about the right and wrong it's yeah. what you're
1: feeling at exactly the exactly and uh,
0: yeah yeah
1: oh that's a this is a good conversation we're having now let's go back to your to the business that you're in yes. um what aside from Ingrid pushing you which is awesome i love She's people lovely. who support you and yes. say you can do this you know kind of be your champion mm-hmm. what What led up to, you know, because for me, when I took on this, this entrepreneur journey, I had people that pushed me and said, you could do this too. But then it was like, I had to go on a journey of self-discovery kind of go back to what my talents were, what my passions were, what, what also helped you kind of push you to go on this journey?
0: Well, if I don't give any credit to my husband, Stan, I'll be in big trouble. (laughs) So, you know, all all kidding aside, um, you know, Stan has always been the, you know, the bigger provider Aww. for a home um, yeah. and you know, without Stan I, and without his financial support, mm-hmm. his emotional support, Aww. I would not be able to do what I'm doing now. So I recognize that and when, yeah. you know, a single person it's, it's a tough journey, oh, tougher yeah. journey. Yep. Um, yeah, Stan has been very, very, very supportive. You know, you can do it. Get out there. You know, we got to pay the bills. Isn't that important? And and he's teasing. Yeah. I mean, it's true, but he's not, you know, he's coming from a place. He's coming from a good place in his heart. Place of love so, and
1: support and kind. Oh, yeah! You yeah, were lucky.
0: very lucky to have
1: that. Oh my gosh! I am,
0: and I do wow. my very best not to take it for granted. Yeah. Because what I've learned throughout my life is mm-hmm. that you can have all what you need today, yeah, and you can lose some of it tomorrow, Absolutely. and then vice versa. Yeah. So we don't know what life is bringing, yeah, to us, and mm-hmm. what journey, where which journey we're going to go yeah. forward on. Um, but yeah, I, it's Ingrid, it's Stan, my family, my friends, Aww. and they are so, they're so excited. Um, I think a lot of it too stems from my biological dad. Mm. He was an entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. had, um, he had a record company, uh, in the wow. seventies. Yeah. I'm oh. dating, I'm dating myself. <laughs> um, although I didn't really know him, but I knew yeah. what he did. I found out about what he did. He mm-hmm. him and his brother owned a record company. Wow. Um, and yeah, I think maybe I get that, you yeah, know, maybe that little piece blood. is in my yeah. DNA. Yeah. But I'm oh. a creative I'm a creative individual. Mm-hmm. I love working with people. Yeah. I love bringing, um I love when organizations succeed mm-hmm. because at the end of the day mm-hmm. um and I used to, I know this for a fact, when I, before I, I didn't want to, I didn't grow up wanting to be a fundraiser. Right, oh Gosh, right. no. <laughs> I wanted to be a social service worker and that's what I accomplished. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so I, when I lived in Montreal, mm-hmm. I went to work at the Boys and Girls Club okay. in a program. It was called the Stay in School Initiatives wow. Program. And it was a funded program by the Canadian government. Wow. We received seasonal funding.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, three years into the program, we're working with these amazing Kids mm-hmm. that have so much spirit and yeah. and love for life, but they were having trouble in school because yeah. of some of the issues they were experiencing, right. either at home, mm-hmm. the bullying, yep. um, you know, poverty, yeah, you know, all these social drugs, issues all happening, the social yeah. issues, exactly. And you know, then the um, the liaison officer from the federal government says, mm-hmm. "We love what you're doing. Continue mm-hmm. to do it." Uh, and But we're only going to give you two more months of funding. So I said, oh, no, oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. So the director at the time said, Kat, uh, start writing grant proposals to oh. the family foundations. And I figured, oh, this will work. Yeah. We're only looking for a, literally a drop in their, you know, the their million, multi-million right. dollar uh, resource yeah. application. Anyhow, so wrote about 25 applications. Oh, came back they were all declined. Oh no. And then I was left with the job to tell the kids that they no longer have their program that they bought into. Oh. It was it was heartbreaking yeah. and I never wanted to be on that side of the fence. again no kidding. So that is the start of where my fundraising roots began.
1: That's where your fire started. Oh.
0: oh. At the end of the day and I tell our clients yeah. this, I say at the end of the mm-hmm. day, if you do not have the money, no matter yeah. how wonderful your yeah. program and yeah. services are mm-hmm. you cannot help the people or yeah. you know the animals that need the help yeah and you know it's that it's just that but sometimes that message is very hard for people to understand Absolutely. because they're running these incredible programs mm-hmm. that do so much good but at the end of the day things cost money yeah so what we do at Pound support services mm-hmm. we help charitable organizations we mm-hmm. also work with Entrepreneurs, corporations, foundations, as well. Hmm. But I'd say about seventy-five to eighty percent of our business is yeah. working with the not-for-profits and charitable organizations. But one of the things that we find, we we, are, we do our best to help them to raise money. We meet the clients where they're at. So it, we have one client um, that was just getting started in fundraising mm-hmm. because you know the funding from the government ceased. Yeah, as did you know what I yeah, did oh, long oh. time ago and so we were helping them to build a uh, a fundraising program from you know from mm-hmm. the bottom not from bottom to yeah. top but a, a full mm-hmm. a fully fledged program that wow. would generate some results yeah so we've been we've been doing quite a bit quite a bit wow. of work so i just
1: learned a lot about what the work you do and a you as a human through this. This is amazing. So, you. you know, just the fact that you do the social work and that you really your work, you're helping still other people.
0: And that's what I love about mm-hmm. I, like, I've been blessed to, to do what I do. I yeah. have the social service side, yeah. married to the fundraising side. And that experience about not getting the money for the grant mm-hmm. that stays very close, very oh, near and sure. dear to my heart. And I share it with people, yeah. not, I share with people so that they it may i'm hoping that it will help them to mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. that if they don't have the money they can't have the program yeah. and today charitable organizations just past covid mm-hmm. i'm hearing from clients and yeah. colleagues mm-hmm. that they're having a really hard time financially sustaining yeah. um, and having capacity yeah. to continue the programming yeah during yeah. covid mm-hmm. um, you know many organized no i won't say many some yeah. organizations received funding yeah. so we know anything related to food mm-hmm. um, you know anything food necessities and things like that mm-hmm. you know uh, a lot of a lot of corporations yeah. uh, decided to give to those organizations yeah. and they cut back a little bit on yeah. on all of their other organizations yeah, yeah. so but now where you know where are those grants those grants are not not yeah, there. Yeah. There was recently a grant called the Community Services Recovery Fund.
1: Oh, okay, and that
0: was a four, um, was it four million, four um, hundred million dollar initiative from the federal government. Oh. I'm very, very happy to report that two of our clients received full funding. Oh, my gosh. Yay. Yes, we're so pleased. Oh, that's wonderful. We're so pleased. And you know what? We share the credit with our team Mm -hmm. members. So it's a team effort in our organization. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of how I, you know, got to connect with these people, they're people that I knew Mm -hmm. and people who are are like-minded and they Mm -hmm. really want to make a difference in our community. They care about the people. And I find today that's, you know, that's where we need to be. That's mm-hmm. where we need to go forward with. So Wow. You, you just,
1: uh, my mind blew up. And I, I have a feeling that uh, we're going to have to have some more conversations between you and I off, you know, off oh, podcast no camera. Problem. no yeah, problem. Yeah, no, you, my brain just went. So, no wow, this is amazing. Uh, just learning about what you do and, and who you are. Um, you know, thank you for your time. But before we go, I think I have a very important question that you need to answer.
0: Oh, my God. And that is... What matters to you? What matters to Cat? I'd say first and foremost, the thing that came to mind was my family. Mm. My husband, my nieces, my nephews, mm. my sister-in-laws, my brother-in-laws, my family. Wow. And my friends. My friends are part of that family. Yeah, And that's what it's about. Because at the end of our journey in this in this lifetime, um, I don't think we're going to want to know how, you know, we don't need to do another email. Right. We don't need to read another book. <laughs> we don't need another meeting. But we need to be surrounded with the people we love. And who love us. Yes. Well, well said. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you so much for this opportunity. Oh. I look forward to chatting with yes. you again. Oh, for sure. Thank you. Thank you.